Ed Saucier says that James is like a junkyard dog with a bone. He doesn't let go easily when he's got something that's important to him. This particular theme moves right through the entire five chapters. Yours and my claim of faith in Christ means absolutely nothing until you and I back it up with consistent Christ-honoring behavior. And a great barometer of our willingness to do that has to do with how we feel about money, the desire for it, what we're willing to do to get it, what we do with it once we have it, and even how it affects us if we don't have as much money as we want. Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. James chapter 5, verse 4. Behold, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, are crying out against you. And the cries of the harvester have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. So the rich James is speaking against not only hoarded their wealth, they worshipped their wealth instead of worshipping with their wealth. They also acquired their wealth in the most evil of ways. They exploited the poor by withholding their paychecks. We talk about living from paycheck to paycheck. These day laborers lived from day check to day check. This was such a horrible thing to do that Jeremiah, back in the Old Testament, pronounced a curse. He said, Woe to him who uses his neighbor's services without pay and does not give him his wages. You see another graphic picture of the money itself crying, shrieking, screaming to God so that he might take vengeance. Not only is the pay crying out, but also the cries of the laborers have reached the ears of God. And there's two things I think that are worth noticing. What the laborers were doing and then who answers. First, notice that the laborers were crying out to God. They were dependent upon God to move on their behalf. What is our first inclination when it comes to some injustice done against us? Is it to pray that God would move, that God would make things right, that God would change hearts? I'm not saying that we're to be passive or to ignore your rights. What I am asking is what is the first thing that we do? Do we seek God's counsel and wisdom first? The second thing to notice is who is summonsed? It is the Lord of hosts. Host is used in other places as a reference to armies and angels. The implication is that not only is God the creator of heaven and earth, but he is also the commander of heaven and earth, and at his disposal are boundless resources for blessing, protecting, and cursing. He is the ultimate commander-in-chief. So far, James is talking about the employer cheating the employee, but we can easily reverse that, can't we? Isn't it also sinful for the employee to cheat the employer? Do you try and get away with as little work as possible? Do you cheat your time to get more money than what you actually worked for? If you're at a desk job, how much time do you spend checking personal email and surfing Facebook? There's lots to think about. There's lots to pray over and confess in this text. And we know that the way we grow in this area is by walking with Jesus day by day. When you pray today, please remember Sirapong Yaobang, our missionary in Thailand. Also, 
Remember the French-African LifeWord broadcast heard all throughout Africa.